bless you, Lord. We worship you. We magnify your name. Blessed be the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Let's make our confession. This is our year of Jubilee. We expect manifestations of the Holy Ghost and power. We believe for financial miracles and miracles of healing in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. Amen. I want to start this morning in Mark chapter 11. The Bible tells us that Jesus had cursed a fig tree. And the next morning, they came back by that same place. And Peter, calling to remembrance, said unto him, Master, behold, the fig tree which thou cursest is withered away. And Jesus answering said unto them, Have faith in God. For verily I say unto you, that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass. He shall have whatsoever he saith. Now, folks, pay attention to verse 24. Therefore I say unto you, what things soever you desire, when you pray, believe that you receive them, and you shall have them. I want you to realize that Jesus tells them that the principle of faith includes time, when you pray, believe that you receive and you shall have. Those are two specific points in time. When you pray and you shall have them. Those are two specific and finite points in time. Believe that you receive and then and you shall have them. The Bible teaches us that faith and patience are necessary elements to receive from God. If somebody is convicted of a crime and sentenced, then we say that they are doing their time. The time spent in jail is doing their time. Folks, we either have to own time or it will own us. We say that if somebody is in prison for the crime that they've been convicted of, they're serving their time. The Bible tells us that 
David was a man after God's own heart, but he certainly wasn't a, a, a perfect man. Psalm 103, verse 1, a psalm of David, bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits, who forgiveth all thy iniquities, who healeth all thy diseases, who redeems thy life from destruction, who crowns thee with loving kindness and tender mercies, who satisfies thy mouth with good things so that thy youth is renewed like the eagles. The Lord executes righteousness and judgment for all that are oppressed. He made known his ways unto Moses, his acts unto the children of Israel. The Lord is merciful and, and gracious, slow to anger and plenteous in mercy. He will not always chide, neither will he keep his anger forever. He has not dealt with us according to our sin, nor rewarded us according to our iniquity. For the heaven is high above the earth, so great is his mercy toward them that fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far has he removed our transgressions from us. Like as the father pitieth his children, so the Lord pitieth them that fear him. For he knoweth our frame, he remembers that we are dust. As for man, his days are as grass, as a flower of the field, so he flourishes. For the wind passes over it, and it is gone, and the place whereof thou shalt shall know it, it no more. But the mercy of the Lord is from everlasting to everlasting upon them that fear him and his righteousness unto children's children to such as keep his covenant and those that remember his commandments to do them. The Lord has prepared his throne in the heavens and his kingdom ruleth over all. Bless the Lord you as angels that excel in strength that do his commandments hearkening unto the voice of his word. Bless you the Lord all ye are his hosts ye ministers of his that do his pleasure. Bless the Lord all his works in all places of his dominion. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul. Folks, when God executed his plan, he created the earth, created man to have dominion over the earth, over the works of his hands. God meant to reveal himself to his people. He never was trying to keep himself hidden, but he made himself known to his children. Now, how would you go about doing that? If you were God and you wanted to make yourself known to your children, how would you do that? What would you put in place what actions would you reveal if God wanted to make himself known to Israel how's he going to do that well the way that he operated was that he showed his power He showed his power as the creator of the universe. He showed his power as the deliverer, deliverer of Israel.
But David comes along, and David gets the revelation of God, not just in his power, but he learns that God is a merciful God. He says here that God doesn't deal with us according to our, according to his anger. In all of David's failures, and remember, he yielded to temptation when it came to Bathsheba. But she was married, and so he couldn't take her for his wife like he wanted to. So he calls her husband home from the battlefield with the intent of putting him to death. That's one way of annulling the marriage, I guess. So he has him murdered. David has Bathsheba's husband murdered. Psalm 51 is a psalm concerning the events and things that took place when David killed Bathsheba's husband. Psalm 51, verse 1, to the chief musician, a psalm of David, when Nathan the prophet came unto him after he had gone into Bathsheba, have mercy upon me, O God, according to thy loving kindness, according to the multitude of thy tender mercies, blot out my transgression. Wash me thoroughly from my iniquity and cleanse me from my sin. For I acknowledge my transgressions and my sin is ever before me. Against thee, thee only, have I sinned and done this evil in thy sight that thou mightest be justified when thou speakest and be clear when thou judgest. Behold, I was shapen in iniquity and in, my, and in sin did my mother conceive me. Behold, thou desirest truth in the inward part and in the hidden part. Thou shalt make me know wisdom. Purge me with hyssop, and I shall be clean. Wash me, and I shall be whiter than snow. Make me to hear joy and gladness, that the bones which thou hast broken may rejoice. Hide thy face from my sins, and blot out all my iniquities. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and create a right spirit within me. Cast me not away from thy presence, and take not thy Holy Spirit from me. Restore unto me the joy of thy my salvation and uphold me with, with thy free spirit then will I teach transgressors thy ways and sinners shall be converted unto thee deliver me from blood guiltiness O God thou God of my salvation and my tongue shall sing aloud of thy righteousness O Lord open thou my lips and my mouth shall show forth thy praise for thou desirest not sacrifice else would I give it thou delightest not in burnt offering 
The sacrifices of God are a broken spirit, a broken and a contrite heart. O God, thou wilt not despise. Do good in thy good pleasure unto Zion. Build thou the walls of Jerusalem. Then shall they be pleased with the sacrifices of righteousness, with burnt offerings and whole burnt offering. Then shall they offer bullets upon thine altar. God was not a man after God's own heart. David was not a man after God's own heart just because he knew the mighty works of God. He was a man after God's heart because he understood God's mercy as much as or more than anything else. He understood God's loving kindness Now concerning all the rituals and the sacrifices and the burnt offerings and the wave offerings and the sin offerings and all the other sacrifices that were made year after year after year, this may seem elementary, but with the shedding of blood in sacrifice after sacrifice, do those experiences set the stage for somebody to understand God is a loving God? David had a revelation of God's loving kindness. We might say that he was a man before his time. Because he found the mercy of God. Irrespective of the great sin that he committed. He speaks of the guilt that he felt when he said, my sin is ever before me. He's speaking to the torment. Of being convicted by his own heart. One of the things that I have had countless numbers of talks with the Lord about concerning the attack against my physical body in 2012. 
I was diagnosed with Parkinson's disease. And immediately I put my faith in God's word. Psalm 107, verse 20, I believe it is. says that God healed him, healed his people through his word. But as things began to drag on, 2012 became 2013. And we come to 2023. See, I understand that time is one of the, the enemy's greatest weapons. The torment that the devil brings in his ability to delay to whatever degree he has ability to delay the healing work of God from manifesting. I understand the difference between the time that you believe you receive and the time when you shall have the things that you're believing for. But I also know that not everybody has that same understanding. For those that understand that delay doesn't mean that your faith is ineffective, What I've seen most of people in the years that we pastored this church, what I've seen of most people is that they do not own time. They become owned by time.
this last attack of a stroke was warded off by the faith that I have in God's word even to the point of protecting saving my life from the work of the enemy I've wondered over these last number of weeks Where would my faith be had I not owned the time from the Parkinson's diagnosis? See, folks, I know one thing that I am sure of is that I'm stronger in faith concerning physical healing now than I ever have been. And maybe convinced of God's healing power and his protecting power maybe more than I would have been had I not been in the fight for the last 11 years concerning Parkinson. I heard a testimony of healing the other day where someone was healed of crippling paralysis. But it was over a space of five years before they had their healing. And their testimony was that at the end of five years, they weren't really believing God for anything at that point. Time had taken away what they perceived as active faith, the faith that takes hold of God's promise. On one hand, I don't believe it would be appropriate for me to preach that if you're attacked with sickness and disease, it may take 12 or 13 years for you to receive your healing. But this I can tell you, faith in God's word works. So I've come to this conclusion 
I've determined that God's big enough to take care of his own word. So my testimony of healing is very simply but things whatever you desire when you pray believe that you receive them and you shall have them. No matter how long it takes no matter what the circumstances are God's word works and God's word is greater than any of the work of the enemy any attack that the devil can dream up God's word is greater so folks I want to make time work for me rather than be discouraged And rather than being stripped of my faith because of the days of the calendar, you know, Jesus could have explained the operation of faith in Mark eleven twenty four. Therefore, I say unto thee, what things soever you desire. When you pray, believe that you receive them and you shall have them. Now, for some people, it's going to take a real long time. But he didn't add that in. One of the things that I have experienced over these last 12 or 13 years and that is this. The one thing that matters is whether or not you're trusting God. Proverbs chapter 4 verse 20 my son attended to my words, incline thine ear unto my sayings. Let them not depart from before thine eyes. Keep them in the midst of thine heart, for they are life unto those that find them, and their health to all their flesh. Passages of the scripture like that mean more to me than any others. Because God's not just looking for people that will extend their faith, take hold of his blessings. He's looking for people who will make the word a part of who they are. Who will live the word, every aspect of it. One of the things that's kind of surprised me 
about this last decade. is that God, more often than not, has dealt with me according to the scriptures that I've already put in my heart. There have been a couple of occasions where the Lord has brought to my remembrance or brought to my attention scriptures that I was not aware of in the Bible that he would quote a certain part of the scripture and I'd have to go find where it was and what it said. But for the most part, now I love that, don't get me wrong. The times where I've experienced that have been few, but it was exciting to identify the things that the Lord wanted me to know But for the most part, God has dealt with me according to scriptures that I already put in my heart. You remember Joshua chapter 1, verse 8. The word tells us to meditate in the scripture. Meditation, according to the Bible definition, is to speak the word to yourself until it becomes a part of you. Those were the things that, for the most part, the biggest part, God has dealt with me about. One of those passages of Scripture is Psalm 91, the last three verses in the chapter. Verse 14, Before, because I have set my love upon you, therefore will I deliver you. I will set you on high because you have known my name. When you call, I will answer you. I will rescue you. These are scriptures that the Lord prompted me to begin to confess and to make a part of me, my heart, the real me. Several years before anything was diagnosed about Parkinson's, I can't tell you how many times the Lord has spoken to me about those scriptures, those things that I'd already put in my heart. I really don't want to talk about my physical situation. God's really had to bear down 
with me concerning speaking about these things. I don't want people to look at me and look at me as a Parkinson's victim. And my life certainly didn't start, didn't begin with a stroke. But God has done so many things related to this physical condition. And I can truly say I'm the happiest person with Parkinson's that you've ever seen. God's word works. God's word will deliver you. God's word will set you on high because you've known his name. And with long life shall he satisfy you and show you his salvation. I'm going to make time work for me. The longer it goes, the closer I get to it. There are things that God is doing in my body that the doctors said can't happen. And after 10 years or 11 years, however long it's been, I am so close to being 100% delivered. It's just something I know, something I can sense taking place on the inside of me. And when it happens, when that finite point in time that Jesus said that I'll have it, a total and complete restoration in my body. I'm going to let God iron out the things that he needs to take care of when it comes to how long it eventually takes. I don't care about time anymore. It doesn't mean anything to me because I know that the thing that matters is that God's word works. It works in the short term and it works in the long term. I am both healed and delivered according to the word of God. Don't feel sorry for me because how long 
something is taken. My testimony is that God's word works. However long it takes, when Jesus comes back for the church, he's going to find me believing God for healing and deliverance. No matter what else is taking place, that's what I'm believing for. That's what I confess. And that's what I'll have. Let's pray. Oh, Father God, we love you so much. And we trust in you. We know that you are worthy of our trust. Father, we thank you that you honor your word and you are faithful to bring it to pass. Father, I thank you for my healing and deliverance. I thank you that the devil has no power over my life or my body, that he is unable to succeed in his attack. Jesus, these things are possible only because of your sacrifice. Judge me, Lord, according to your loving kindness, tender mercy. Because I've set my love upon you, Father, you said you'd deliver me. You'd set me on high because I've known your name. Jesus, your name is the only one that I have known. Father God, you've been with me every step along the way. called upon you, you've answered me. Father, we agree together with every person that considers themselves part of this congregation. We believe for healing for their bodies. We believe for supernatural provision for their lives 
And Father, we thank you for the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of you. We agree together that every member of this church owns time concerning their own situation. That time is not an attack against them. But because they know your word, they rest in you. And through faith and patience, they have the victory. The victory that Jesus purchased with his own blood. We love you, Father. And we trust in you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Let's make our confession again before we go. This is our year of jubilee. We expect manifestations of the Holy Ghost and power. We believe for financial miracles and miracles of healing in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. God bless you, folks. We love you.